Welcome back to Miami, everyone. Sorry for the delay. There was a miscommunication on when City That Never Dies Season 2 was going to start. So we're releasing this week to keep the whole alternating shows on alternating weeks thing. Speaking of, City That Never Dies Season 2 has started. We're really excited to get back to it and we're going to bring you more angst, more explosions, and more gangness. More gangness. More gayness as befits our nature. Now is a great time to catch up if you haven't yet, so give it a listen. Also, as a reminder, the Demon Love and Hellfire merch store is up. We got shirts. We got stickers. They're all gay pentagrams. Get some for Christmas. Get some for New Year's. Get some for your dog. I don't know why I said that. Anyway, let's get on with the show. So, last time, shit went down. That's all the recap we need, right? (laughs) I love, let me think of a nice opener. There was some shit. (laughs) (laughs) so i think things are probably a bit weird in the remaining days until your next uh la casita meeting on saturday morning the freak storm is in the news cycle though perhaps not as getting much attention as you would think because other people are not aware of the supernatural element and you know culture war bullshit about climate change and stuff happening in major news outlets. You know how it is. Really quickly, what is the rest of the week like for each of you? How are you feeling about it? And I'm not thinking any major scenes here, just like generally what your week is like. I think... I don't know. I think Luz is very confident that everything's gonna work out in the end. Like, oh yeah, we're gonna have brunch. It's gonna be great. Uh, I'm still a little anxious about uh, Iris and Ace because uh, we haven't talked much, but I've been having fun with this new demon friend uh, whose name uh, Fabby Me has forgotten. Uh, Jordan. Jordan, uh, there Jordan. we go. Yeah. I was like, Charlie? No. Jordan. <laughs> Listen, androgynous name. I was like, oh yeah, Robin, Charlie, Jordan. Boom, that one. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I think, I think Luz right now is trying to not think about Iris and Ace or any b- bad thing that could happen in, in that, uh, in the brunch and trying to focus on like the good things and in a maybe toxic positivity way of like, no, things are great with Jordan. I'm going to focus with Jordan. If things weren't great with Jordan, mm. I would find something else in my life that's doing really good and focus on that. This this is healthy. What are you talking about? Good vibes only. Mm-hmm. Only good vibes. All the bad <laughs> vibes uh, not allowed. Remy, what is your week like? Uh, I think Remy's week is... Uh, you know kind of similar like is is they're they're looking forward to uh this brunch i i think a bit because you know things were very tense between church fight and beach storm i'm gonna start code naming all of these missions with them. <laughs> um but things were kind of tense and it you know feels like with that storm breaking also kind of some of the it's like okay we know that some more of the people who are around now we know a few more motivations at play here it's you know as as more sort of things come into the light uh there's less sort of vague anxiousness 
Um, but Remy, like, did promise Jade, like, I will explain what's happening, um, when we're not here and there isn't a big storm and a scary man who we fought in a church. Um, but, like, maybe Jade's just had a really busy week, because, again, school teacher, so Remy's just like, hey, when do you have time to talk? Okay, not now? Yep, sure. Okay. Okay, that's... so Remy <laughs> is not putting it off. Remy does want yeah, to Yeah, Yeah, Remy, Remy intends to make good on that, because, again, they're, like, feeling kind of, like, optimistic of, like, wow, that worked out better than I had thought it might, or better than I had worried it might. Uh, maybe, maybe this won't be horrible either. They're trying to, like, seize that good energy while it exists. Okay. Mm -hmm. I think maybe we should do that scene after the brunch scene. Yeah. Sounds good. Julia, how's your week? Well, it, I'm looking at my harm tracker and it looks like I'm not shot anymore. So it might be catching yeah. up on work, to be honest. Because I feel like she had to <laughs> rest for a while. Yeah. So it's a busy week for you too, huh? Can't really focus on demon stuff. Yeah. Any stuff go on with your family? It might also be a catching up with family week, too, because I, I doubt that she let them see her or, like, let the... Like, she just, like, kind of told them she was sick and, like, left it at that. So now she's, like, you know, having to catch up on what she missed that week or weeks. I don't remember how long she was out, but yeah. A lot, of, a lot of busy, both socially and work-wise. Gotcha. So, we pan down onto La Casita. It's hot out. You wouldn't have guessed that there was such a strong so storm just not too long ago, but that's Florida for you. Inside, a lot of people have gathered, <laughs> because when you first met Emma and Jordan, you suggested them visiting La Casita for brunch. Ethan knows about it now, and now Scylla knows about it. And then there's the three of you and Naz. So that's oh, like... Yeah. Also Tyra. Also <laughs> Tyra. Too. <laughs> or at least we told him about it. We were just like, yeah, we do this. Just drop Shit. by, maybe. <laughs> you know what? It doesn't, well, it doesn't have to be like all of everyone, everyone, like people have other things they okay. need to do. That's cool. But just yeah, like the idea think, of like, what, like close to 10 people here just made me laugh so much. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't think Tyra is here because he's busy and Wes isn't here because I don't think Julia lets him know about this. <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong in that? Listen, the man can go on Reddit himself and find it. <laughs> <laughs> She's not hand-holding him through it. Julia had to navigate Reddit to find this, and so does he. <laughs> he, like, knows about social media things, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think Scylla is not there immediately. And Naz has a private event sign on the door, which is not something La Casita does, but it's there just in case because there's a lot of former demons here, and y'all are going to be talking about some stuff, and you don't want to have to worry about people overhearing it. I think she spends a lot of the time catching up with Jordan and Emma, because she didn't know they were around again, and 
now that Ethan's there and healed up, uh, she has plenty of excuse to be mad at him and constantly dig on him for being a landlord. Anything y'all want to do or talk about before Scylla arrives? Um, I think Remy actually also gets in on the whole. So speaking of how you're a landlord, have you considered not doing that um, <laughs> with Nas? Because, you know, like earlier, Jade had been having uh-huh. some like rent issues and probably other people in the building have too. And also just other people like just probably like starts asking like, so how many buildings is it? You you said you own them like you, Ethan Lyons. That's the I, name that's on them. Yeah, I mean, I didn't. I mean, I just kind of woke up with all of this. So, you know, I've just been kind of getting comfy. Uh, I'm sure you have. Yeah. Listen, now that I know that we're friends, I can hook you up. I can hook you up. Okay, but let's talk about the people who you're not friends with, which is everybody. Um, what about them? I'm not the only person who lives in one of your buildings. Well, what do you want me to do? Because, uh... I mean, we could start with lowering rents. Oh, yeah, I guess I could do that. See, isn't that easy? I don't know why more people don't do this. It seems so simple. Well, you see, a re- the reason why a lot of them don't do it, and then he starts going into a whole economic <laughs> bullshit thing. I feel like Remy and Nath are just sort of like making eye contact past me every now and then with a sort of like, would you get a load of this guy? <laughs> uh, and like, it makes sense. It does but, make financial sense, but like, like it doesn't, you know, it's just like, and so you have to think about like, the stockholders you have to think about profits and it's just sort of like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i'm waiting for the part uh-huh. where the thinking about people happens but i'm sure you'll get there ethan i know you will uh-huh <laughs> so he is slowly getting there and is like <laughs> okay i'm gonna try and make things easier on people i figure i didn't need money in the before times so it's just nice to have now but should I like sell all the all the stuff? Because uh, that just means someone else is gonna buy it. That is a good point. Uh, you know, I have to be honest with you. As much as I sort of jumped into this, I wasn't really expecting to have a conversation like this with Sunday breakfast, and I don't know that I've had enough. Um, eggs to fuel my brain for that kind of thinking so maybe we talk about this later when I've had time to do some internet. Listen, I've got a very scoldable face, it's fine. <laughs> well, well, at least you know. Naz <laughs> <laughs> just rolls her eyes. Anything Julia and or Luz want to talk about? I don't know. Uh, I'd be down to have a conversation with anyone. I don't, I don't know if have anything in particular. Let me use my my brain. Bimbo tries to be entertaining in podcasts. <laughs> it's, it's fine. You can say no. Yeah, I don't have anything top of my head right now. Okay, okay. Yeah, same. Like I want to, but my brain's doing the startup noise. <laughs> I like Julia. I'm still digging my way out of just being in the house for a week. (laughs) (laughs) I I think Uh, the honest answer is 
loses being a a like social butterfly and going around from one conversation to another, talking a little bit to people and then moving on and kind of just like mingling. She's basically acting like this was a party she set up <laughs> and she's hosting, <laughs> which is not true. And I think Nas may have kicked her out of the kitchen a couple times because she tried <laughs> to go and grab and serve people. It's like, no, you don't work here. It's like, I know, but I know where the things are here. People need refills. I'm giving them water. Girl, I appreciate it, but that does not go there. Leave it alone. Oh, the people are thirsty. And you're, I'll you're in, I heard you in a conversation about landlords. I you you take care of that, and I'll I'll I'll, I'll get people. around to drinks when I get around to it. Go sit down. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> mm, fine. I'm willing to help. She gives you a wink. <laughs> uh, Luz goes and sits down with Joran. Like, can you believe I was trying to help now? Didn't want me to help. <laughs> and Jordan is supportive. <laughs> um, I appreciate it. She, so does Luz. Yeah. Uh, and Julia's kind of still recovering a bit from spending a lot of time inside and then getting hammered with all the stuff that happened last time and then working solid for a week. Real quick, what's her emotional state like? Does she feel good to be back in it, or does all of this have her feeling away? Like, good to be back in doing human stuff? Slash, not being out of the house? She would much rather be keeping active and Catching, keeping up with everything than she would be like she she hated having to like rest and not be out and not tell anybody what was going on gotcha so I think after a little while Scylla arrives still kind of looking just as disheveled the last time he saw them uh, and they kind of bring a little bit of cool sea breeze with them like the air is a little salty now and I think they kind of meet Naz's eyes and Naz squints and it's like, oh, right, you. It's been a hot minute. Scylla responds, yes, though none of us have had it the longest. Or at least I don't think so. They look at Remy, and then take a seat. I'll just take a water, please. And eventually, the waters and drinks start coming around. And Scylla says, So, I am here. Why am I here? I mean, first of all, food. Second of all, introductions. You know... I feel like everybody probably goes around the table, says, like, hi, I'm whichever name they're more comfortable going by now, because, like, Chizakiel's probably still Chizakiel. Mm-hmm. Um, but just sort of, like, yeah, getting everybody happen. Yeah, on, a, on the same page in terms of, like, who all is here. Mm-hmm. And then, like, and third, we got some deciding to do. I suppose so. 
do you need anything more to make a decision? I mean, like, so are we thinking that by this point, like, uh, we've brought, like, Jazakiel and Jordan were there. Have we brought, like, Nas and Ethan up to speed in terms of, like... I imagine so. Yeah. Like, what all... What the storm meant. What it means that everybody is here. Okay, cool. Um, Because, yeah. uh, uh, It's like, okay, so if all the cards are on the table in that regard, like, yeah, what do... Because this is is an everybody matter, so... Well, Belial and myself wish the return of Lucifer because look around when it's just been humans doing everything we kind of get the world we have now and I didn't fall from heaven for them just for them to squander it Julia, Jazakiel, I know you know what I'm talking about. Jazakiel says, I, given how things have turned out with us, I do not think demonic masters would have changed much. Perhaps, but I don't wish to be a master. I just wish someone to have a handle on things so I can go back to chilling in my ocean. And Julia can go back to chilling in her garden. Who do you expect to be... have a handle on things? Lucifer themselves, obviously. They were the best at managing us. Lucifer's like quiet and goes, I still don't think how do you even know they're still out there I spent so long and do you have any proof any anything that makes you sure this will bring them back I do not know for sure that they are still out there but I trust in Belial's love for them as I'm sure you trust in yours. Sometimes love is not enough. Naz speaks up. They wouldn't have wanted us to have blind faith in them. That was kind of the whole point. And beyond that, you may not have fallen from heaven just to see a world ruined, but none of us fell from heaven to turn on the very people we all loved so much enough to fall in the first place. I understand your motivation, but knowing who Lucifer was and hopefully still is, do you really think that they want to come back to a world where the people they were closest to have just lost lost the plot so profoundly. (sighs) 
Perhaps not. But I think that's something for Belial and them to work out. Babel never fixed things before. I'm sure as hell not going to burn all this down just to stick more Babel on top of it. To be clear, I don't intend to follow all the way through. The best gun is one you never have to fire. If we simply possess the power, Lucifer will be forced to arrive to stop it. So your plan is to threaten Lucifer? They smirk a bit, I suppose. You think that'll work? Obviously, I wouldn't be doing it if I didn't think it would work. I feel like when Scylla owns up to like being like, yeah, we're going to threaten Lucifer, I feel like Remy's eyes instinctively dart to lose. It's like, how is she taking this? I, I think she... She laughs, not in a mean way, like... Like if someone just told you something so silly that <laughs> like she just and she goes sorry just uh huh sure you're gonna try, try to try and Lucifer okay tell me how that goes now who has the blind faith in them I don't know if it's blind faith or experience do you even remember them. Of course I do. She mostly does. She remembers her feelings for them. Mm-hmm. She remembers how they made her feel, how... So, she like... Right, right. She's like, yeah. I know that. Scylla yeah. is questioning you. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. But I'm, I'm clarifying for our audience that gotcha. she's saying, of course I remember them, when in reality she's like, I, I basically remember them. I got a vibe. <laughs> Vibes. <laughs> Vibes, vibes only. Vibes <laughs> only. <laughs> this is just the good vibes only episode. <laughs> good vibes only. It's uh, <clears throat> it's a t-shirt that says us in the back, and then they have like a demon with a halo and finger guns. <laughs> good <laughs> vibes only. Merch idea. <laughs> Scylla says alright so what's the alternative I persuade Belial to put off the plan and what Abaddon and the other earthbound do whatever they want to do are you going to try to talk them as well down as well no but maybe we try to stop them instead of trying to do what just because we don't need to make a new Babel it's not I don't think it's gonna bring Lucifer back one way or another I think our best bet for anything is to stop Abaddon and we and by I mean all of us everyone in this room the people you're with any other demon that wants to help because Abaddon doing this, having that power, I think would be in the worst interest for everyone else involved. She's right. We only know a bit of what they want, and it sounds terrible. But suppose you do that. What then? Just 
lets the human world continue to decay. Look at the window. I'm sure you've seen just these neighborhoods decline into capitalism and gentrification and economic collapse over the just the time your human hosts have been alive. Yeah, but like, the answer is not, so we nuke the planet. The answer is we fight back against this. We rise up and try to protect these neighborhoods. I, this host, we have family here. We have people I care about. I I am not gonna lay down and let let it all end one way or another. The same way I would fight Avalon, Abaddon. Am I pronouncing it wrong? Abaddon, Abaddon, whatever. Yeah, the same way I would fight Abaddon, I will fight she gestures mostly towards the window. Like, gentrification and gerrymandering. Heck, we should probably I don't know, start doing some protests against that priest guy. Make sure he doesn't get elected. I think Ethan just murmurs in the background, Ah, my family? And Naz is like, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Jordan kind of nods in support of Luz and holds her arm. None of us are saying that we stop Abaddon and his forces from getting the shards and then call it quits, Zilla. No one is saying that's where it ends. What we're asking is if you want to work with the rest of us who are here, and that's you and anyone with you, Belial. We have no idea how many more people are awake. Or if we're going to continue to be at odds. No one's saying this is going to be an easy or clean process, but numbers would certainly help. I suppose that is true. Regardless of whether I abandon Belial's plan or not, I suppose we do have some time. Julia, You have felt this earth as surely as I have. Do you really think things can be made better? There's no option but to try. My point exactly. But I suppose this sentimentality has gotten to me a bit. I'll hold off for a while. I'll see if I'll be able to convince Belial. Let me put it like this. Stop Abaddon, and then I will consider helping you confront the other three. I think Luz nods and goes, sounds like a deal to me. We won't know until we try. You do know that all the Archdukes are out there, yes? No, suspect, hunch, pretty much it's all interchangeable at this point. I think Chizaki will ask, 
What happened to them? I don't remember them being in the abyss for very long. And Scylla replies, Belial has only told me some, but the leaders of the five legions were summoned in antiquity and for some reason never made it back. I do not think the millennia have been kind to them. Belial is very angry. I can't tell if Remy's trying to say, like, you know, here's hoping we, like, I don't know, help them. I don't know if direct that anger or deal with that anger is more what they want to say here, right? Mm -hmm. Because, like, I'm not saying, oh, they shouldn't be angry. No, being in the abyss sounds like a shitty time. Um, Be pissed. But, like, I wonder if it's, like, well, let's help them direct that anger. And maybe after that we can help them deal with it. I'm somewhat surprised to hear all this from you. And he just sort of, like, tilts their head in a, like, wah, kind of. Well, you are Ore, yes. I was not of your legion. But you seem to disappear from that front quite quickly. At least I don't remember seeing you on the front lines. Remy kind of, you know, does the, like, awkward shift in your chair. I was like, ah, I called out. Um... (laughs) Yeah, I've done my fair share of running. I've also done my fair share of... being very absorbed in bad feelings for a really long time, so... If that's where Belial's at right now. Scylla cocks an eyebrow. I forget, did y'all tell Jordan and Chazakiel what Remy's deal was? I also don't remember. No, I don't think we've said explicit now. Yeah. I feel like Remy's pretty, like, just doesn't talk about it, changes the subject a lot when it starts to come up. So this is probably, especially around uh, this many people, like, the most they've talked about it for a while, if not ever. Right. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think think Chizakiel didn't super remember who Array was, and Remy was like, that's fine. No problems there. Let's not talk about it. <laughs> um, you know, and even here, they're not going into like a ton of detail, but it is sort of like, yeah, I've also spent a lot of time in a lot of bad feelings. So if that's where Belial is, I can imagine they'd want to be out of it. Well, like I said, I'll see what I can do. I don't control them. And talking to them is... Talking to them is complicated. If it doesn't add to the complication, you could pass along the invitation to brunch. Remy is like, you know, kind of smiling in a sort of like, this. that does sound ridiculous, but, you know, if we're, if we're making plays, why the hell not? <laughs> that actually got Scylla to laugh. 
I will pass it on, but I don't think Belial could be here without driving the whole neighborhood to gibbering madness. Uh, that does sound like a bummer. Jordan, <laughs> Jordan whispers to Luz, What the hell is that supposed to mean? <laughs> Luz kind of shrugs. Naz stands up a little straighter. Well, it sounded like we got something to fight for. This is kind of reminding me of back then. In a good way. Feels kind of nice, honestly. Let's keep it that way. Is there anything more y'all want to talk with Scylla about? I mean... Uh, yeah. If Scylla's, like, real disheveled, like, I don't know the, like, polite way to bring up, like, so... Why? Like, you doing okay? What's up? Um... I spend a lot of time in the ocean. That's cool. It's not worth cleaning up. Yeah, that's fair. You know, there's a really, really nice community beach, like, over here, like, if you go down Little Havana, and it's this place that it's completely free of, like, of any, like, buildings or anything, just a nice kind of virgin-ish beach where some families go. It has some stones, like, it's not, like, touristy, but, like, it's it's a nice beach. It's like a normal, natural beach that hasn't been touched by people much. Because it's like, oh no, it's not perfect sand. It's rocky. But it's, uh, it's a nice beach if you want a nice beach. I know nice beaches. Well, you would be quite literally the world's foremost expert on beaches. Mm-hmm. That's me. Beach expert. Jordan says, yeah, you're a total beach. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm an expert on beach. That's why I like hanging out with you. And she like, uh, hit, hits her with her hips. Oh, I really thought we left the puns behind. Okay. No, we will never stop punning, she says loudly at you. So... I do think it transitions from here into kind of a normal brunch. I think a lot of the tension is diffused a bit, but there is... Scylla never really drops the I don't really like humanity, I don't like seeming human thing. And there's also the fact that they drop that Abaddon and Belial are not the only, like, uh-huh. really powerful people out there who might be after the shards or doing their own thing. So, whatever responsibility you all have taken up for this just got that many times bigger. Sure, I'll be fine. Any more conversations y'all want to have here before brunch is over? I can't think of any. Nothing pressing anyway. 
I want to know how Scylla finds brunch. Like, what's they're actually <laughs> just having fun brunch. They are... They seem to enjoy it well enough, although they kind of are slow on the uptake on it. They're kind of used to just living off the ocean, so... It's a little weird to be using a fork and knife. <laughs> I, I think, think I think. Sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> do you want it to be Julia and Louis both trying to talk to Sel at the same time about different things? <laughs> I think Julia like keeps bringing her things to try. Like you have to try this. I know that you don't. I know that you probably haven't tried a bunch of stuff yet. It's the sibling thing of like you just keep putting stuff on their plate. They're like, I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> That is not uh, an experience I, I have with my sibling, but I love that. <laughs> I think Luz is like, so, no, I, I need to take you, we need to go, maybe maybe tomorrow, uh, to this amazing sushi place that they have here. And it's like, like actual, the, the, the guy who runs it, he studied under a, a sushi master, and like he trained, and it's, you, you need to, it's like incredibly fresh from the ocean, and like you, you're, it's one of those that you're not allowed to, to use chopsticks or anything, you just eat with your hands how it's supposed to, and you can't put anything on, on your, on your sushi, except like fresh real wasabi, like I don't know if you have real wasabi, but like real wasabi, I think you'll love it, it's like amazing. <laughs> I think Scylla, a lot of this, spends a lot of this time staring into the camera like it's the office. Uh, <laughs> but we'll trust that Julia is not trying to poison her with food. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And I think you all have a good time. Uh, something notable is after Scylla leaves... Emma, a.k.a. Chizakiel, seems to also leave semi-urgently and have a conversation with them outside La Casita. It's brief, and then they part. But that's a thing that happened. Mm. Yeah, I think as, you know, everybody's kind of heading out, I think Remy stops uh, Ethan real quick. And just, you know, not needing to get into a conversation about it now because people got things to do and didn't, you know. <laughs> you know, it's like the, you can see when a party is ending and you're just going to let it end. That's that's good and fine. Uh, but says, like, at some point, you know, maybe when we have this landlord's conversation. Do you have a list of everyone who was, who was working with Abaddon? Because it would help to know who else Father John has in what I'm sure he considers uh. an arsenal. I mean, I only heard some stuff, but I could do some research, probably. Oh. Seems like he's in with some fucking weirdos. I mean, whatever you can find out would be helpful, but don't put yourself back on their radar if you don't have to. Yeah, I mean, I'll do my best. I'm not going to go waltzing into his fucking evil demon den anymore. <laughs> yes, who would? I can do this from my office. Sounds good. Remy just internally laughing like, ha ha ha, yes, who would walk up to this person in their face? Tee hee hee. <laughs> <laughs> who indeed? Twice. 
twice. <laughs> Don't worry <laughs> about it. Demon Love and Hellfire is a Clever Corvids production. Find the show on Twitter at love underscore hellfire and follow at clever underscore corvids on Twitter for updates on the network and city that never dies. We also have a website, clevercorvids.net. Don't forget to support the Clever Corvids Patreon. It supports all our shows and you get some extra goodies each month if you do. I have a few more shows planned, so if we can get enough patrons to afford them, we can keep expanding our network. Luz, aka Penumbra, is played by Fabi Garza. Fabi is a Mexican-American queer trans woman, and you can find her voice in other actual play podcasts such as Eidolon Playtest, Moon Harbor Heroes, and Don't Cast, Don't Tell. You can find her and all of her work at Fabi underscore Garza on Twitter. Remy, aka Ore, is played by Chris Allison. Chris is black, ace, and tired. You can also hear them having anti-capitalist gay space adventures in the podcast Breathing Space, Fading Frontier. You can also find them on Twitter at KNAliso, where they frequently retweet other people and sometimes draw swords. Julia, aka Agron, is played by Minna Riley. Minna is an arrow ace Florida woman who doesn't do anything wild enough to end up in a headline. You can, however, hear her elsewhere on Clever Corvids in The City That Never Dies. You can also find her on Twitter at Mina Minar, where she is almost certainly talking about fanfiction. The GM is Josie S. Josie is a literal, actual dragon and a thirsty trans lesbian. Hear her elsewhere on Clever Corvids in The City That Never Dies, or guesting on a bunch of other podcasts like Moon Harbor. You can find her on Twitter at DragonGirlJosie, where she is extremely gay all the time. All music on the show is from Pixabay, used under their license, unless otherwise noted. Pixabay's license grants the irrevocable, worldwide, non-exclusive, and royalty-free right to use, download, copy, modify, or adapt their content for commercial or non-commercial purposes. Attribution of the artist is not required, but we have a page on our website, clevercorvids.net, to credit the artist anyway. Thank you for listening!